A young woman people can't stop talking about. Go Taylor. Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. Yes, Taylor Swift. 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 Ish. What just happened? Um, hello, welcome to Swiftish. It's been a big week. We have a new song. I know. This is episode five in season two, and we have a new song. It's been, it feels like it's been like (sighs) three, four episodes since we've had a new song. Yeah, it's been a long time coming. We were worried. We didn't even know if we'd have content for an episode, and we were kind of like, I don't know, I guess we'll talk about Wango Tango. But then finally, like that day we were supposed to record, Taylor was like, JK, I'm doing a live stream. Uh So gird your loins. And we were like, oh, okay. And so then we knew the single was coming out and we're recording this Sunday. Um, Yeah. So I I was kind of wondering, I was like, hey, Shelby, should we record, should we wait and record until Thursday where we can like put all of our thoughts onto the single and on the music video just so we don't have to like, we're not lost. You know, we're not like behind everything. But she was like, no, we need content. It's so good. There's going to be so much to dive into. We we don't want to waste it. We want to give it its justice. Right? Yeah, right. Yeah. Exactly. And she's been teasing the music video. It's mm-hmm. coming out tomorrow. So it'll be tomorrow. out by the time anyone listens to this. Well, no, um, no. We, have, we do have some Swifties who listen to it way before 8.15 a.m. Oh, okay. Eastern okay. Standard okay. Time. <laughs> so there may be a few people who are just so caught ahead up. of it. Yeah, yeah, they will be. And by the way, I'm Ashley. I'm Shelby. I know we get to do that because we do have new listeners and it's so exciting. We're finding you guys on our socials. We are at Swiftish Podcast on Instagram, Facebook, and I think Tumblr. Um, No, (laughs) I don't know why. But I was on that flight back from Chicago today and I was posting, I like put a collage of all of the lovely people who are going to be in Taylor Swift's new music video. Mm -hmm. And I was like, had like bad Wi-Fi on the airplane, but I posted Mm -hmm. it and then I have no idea what happened. I couldn't log in, couldn't log in. So when I got back (laughs) to my computer, I was like, okay, I'm going to see if I can log in for my computer. I'm terminated. I do not know why. <laughs> I was just like posting all oh, these like no. a collage of photos. I don't know what's going on. It's some bad luck. Yeah. I want Tumblr. You need to calm media. down. <laughs> yeah. But we're also on Twitter and we have yes. a different handle there. It's at SwiftishPod13 because we've had a few run-ins with the law on that uh, account as well. So Why do they <laughs> so hate us? We'll have to, yeah. We'll have to start a new Tumblr account, it sounds like. But we're excited to be here. We're excited to have so many new listeners and things to talk about. Well, I'll, I'll just start really quickly saying that we did a giveaway last um, month. Yes. Maybe this month. I don't know. It went really, really, really well. <laughs> and we have 2,600 followers on Instagram. I know that's like, you know, we're it's we're like noobs. We don't have a lot. Yeah. But that's a, that's a huge deal <laughs> for, us. for us. So like, yeah. we're just going to have to keep on giving the people what they want. You know, pay, their, pay for their love. <laughs> You know, pay for their yeah. Why not? <laughs> yeah, we'll buy but, it from them. <laughs> yeah, speaking of promotions and, you know, trying to get people to like our stuff, do you want to start talking about Taylor and what happened? What went Yeah. On? Yeah. I mean, it's been a big month. We do yeah. an episode every other week. So the last time we talked was like a lifetime ago, basically. Oh, it was um, right before Wingo Tango. It's she been was, a big month. She was a pride flag. She wasn't waving it. Yeah. <laughs> she came out. I was not ready for that look. Like, I did not expect I know. it. It was just a lot of color, a lot of simulation all at once. And I was like, I don't know if I like this, but I love it. <laughs> just in like t- Taylor fashion. I don't know if I, I, it's all this new stuff. I'm not used to it, but then I'm like, yes, look at those photos. She looked great. The audio yeah. was kind of bad, but that's not her fault. That's Wango Tango's fault. <laughs> but it was, it was an amazing, amazing performance. Yeah. I mean, she did like a mini set of all of her famous songs mm-hmm. and then ended with me. Um, of and she had her friend's jacket and then she took it off and she had some corset short yes. <laughs> thing going on, no, no. which hopefully doesn't take the world by storm, but she rocked it. I wasn't. Uh, I mean, I love Taylor, but I wasn't a fan of the just the yellow top on top. You know, it just yeah. kind of just seemed like, <laughs> yeah. like maybe she spilled a t-shirt. I was like, maybe she spilled something on it, and she needed. She's like, oh, give me something that you know. It just, I was yeah. just one 
it just didn't go together. Strangely casual. Yeah. 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 And then she's, it was a little relaxed. And then she's wearing <laughs> these shoes, which she does. She hardly wears sneakers on stage. She usually wears like, mm-hmm. you know, the, those like, like platform, platform heels. heels. Or, and it was rainbow. Yeah. <laughs> Thigh high boots. And it said Stella McCartney. And yes. I actually know where my mind went. And everybody knows this. I am, and, I, and I'm still not proven wrong, but she has, <laughs> like, she's just been throwing out the McCartney's name all over the place. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. Like, yeah, this is going to be, you know, this is like only get fueling fire to my, there will be a Paul McCartney uh, track. Mm-hmm. But as we know, Taylor in her live stream said she's going to collaborate <laughs> with Stella McCartney, not music wise, yes. because Stella McCartney is a fashion designer and she creates clothing and everything mm-hmm. like that. So, I mean, I wanted that last era. So I'm like ready for that. <laughs> I know. And she's the one who did the BAFTAs yes. blue dress that really this instagram theme and like the new era of pastels and everyone was like oh cinderella Mm -hmm. and fairy tales and launched a thousand theories yeah there you go stella mccartney yes so she did wango tango and she killed it and then she kind of just went mia as far as music goes we had no idea what the album was called we had no idea if there would be a new single we had no idea when it was coming out Mm -hmm. Last episode, we just talked about how we had no idea what was happening. But she's been talking a lot. Yes. So like we said at the beginning, she announced that she was doing a live stream. Wait. We have to back up because we're so excited to get to the meat of it. But right before the live stream, Katy Perry like shook us in our boots and shoes and like (laughs) threw us for a curveball because she posted an Instagram photo and tagged Taylor in it. And it was like they had made you know, cookies. She had made cookies and it said like mm-hmm. peace at last and like written yes. out. And then it, I think it says something like, um, like the location yeah. was tagged yeah. as let's be, let's be friends. friends. And then Taylor commented on it with like 13 hearts. And then like, if you yes. look closer, it looked like it was like Taylor's, you know, where Taylor's cooked with Carly and with uh, Calvin mm-hmm. and had people over all the time. And there was like a snake kind of, and the ring she wore here, Polaroids of cats. Like yeah. it was just all screamed like, oh my gosh, Katie and Taylor. Oh yeah. Together. Yeah. It was, yeah, <laughs> it was definitely her house. I mean, it's, it's crazy. Like we saw it coming because last year Katy Perry sent like the olive yeah. branch to Taylor and was like, let's end this feud. Yeah. And so we kind of all knew that they were at least cordial, but that was the first time they hung out. Oh, and uh, you know us, yes. whenever something's happening, we think it means something bigger. So uh, everyone thinks it must be a collaboration. Yeah, I was like, okay, we're going to make the 13th track. It's going to be a collab with Katy. We still do not know if that is confirmed or denied yet. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure. Yeah. I I wouldn't I know, be shocked is, if it wasn't a collab. Right. But I would be like interested yeah. in hearing a collab. And who knows? Because like Katie's coming out the new album soon. Like there's going to be all this new music. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. They're both on top tier, you know, artists. So I guess she could just be on someone else's album. But I mean, and she said there are more collaborations to come. Yeah. So, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if know. there's one with Katy Perry. But we also don't know what kind of collaboration she's talking about because she's collabor she's collabing with Stella McCartney. <laughs> I know. So it's just kind of like, yeah. oh, what's going on? What's going on? <laughs> yeah. They're friends. Yeah. And she she likes um she likes twisting us and messing with us as seen by her announcement because mm-hmm. Um, you know, the big news of the week, she had this live stream where she announced that she just caught us up on some stuff, mm-hmm. you know, just casually Casual. caught us up on a lot of things. Um, so what she said was she announced the new single was coming out that night. You need to calm down. She said the music video would be coming out a couple of days later. So today, um, and then she announced the album name, which is which were you like totally shocked that it was called Lover? Had you, oh did you have any idea? No, it was, it was like, it was, <laughs> did you see that coming? It wasn't written in the stars or anything or in the clouds, yeah. right? Right. <laughs> yeah. oh, just, I never even considered that. She just like makes me crazy. And I just have to tell you, because for <laughs> someone who really, really likes to like look into clues, I was diving deep, y'all. Oh, yeah. I, oh, really? Because, like, at first we we're like, oh, yeah, I love her, calm, yeah, yeah. And then she had come out and she was like, no one's guessed it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm never going to believe her again. Like, yeah, I, I know she's a dirty dirty cheat so. but she really did send us on a goose chase for hey. these easter eggs that maybe like panned out but like we don't know you know 
we like did a poll on Twitter that was like right before she did her live stream was like, what are your final guesses for the album name? And the options were lover, you and me, calm and something else entirely. And option D, something else entirely was like 87% of the guesses (laughs) because she had just trained us to think it could not and was not lover or anything we'd ever heard before. And then it just came back to the most obvious, but we can't be mad about it. I mean, it's a, it's an interesting title. Do you like it? I do. I'm, I'm, because like at first I was thinking like of all the other tour like names like oh welcome to the right. mean you tour welcome to the calm tour right. like welcome to the lover tour I'm like okay yeah I, that that sounds yeah. a lot better than you know welcome to the calm tour because let's be honest we're not going to be calm <laughs> you know but welcome yeah. to the mean you tour I was like ah I like it yeah I like it. I'm just annoyed that like I put so much of my time and energy. I know. I know. We were all played. We just can't trust her anymore. Mm -hmm. But she also revealed the cover art, which is shot by the same up and coming um, photographer that did like some of her earlier promo photos. Who is the sweetest, you guys? I follow her on Instagram and she's just so humble. And she is just so amazed that Taylor Swift chose her. Her name's, I think, Valerie. And she's just Mm -hmm. so amazed Taylor Swift, you know chose her because she was working taylor was working like these these two photographers who were like you know like these professional like just everybody knew who they were they were expensive and then Mm -hmm. she just totally changes she's working with latina photographer and it's just like wow because she's actually um an immigrant i think or her her mom's an immigrant and so just to be where you know she started she just came so far I know. I love it. Know. She's like supporting these young female artists. Me too. Um, so what are your thoughts on the album cover though? The cover art, do you like it? How does um, it compare to her other six? They're also different. I, I wasn't ready for that because to be honest, when it first, I mean, it, it looked like a fan had edited it and made it. Mm-hmm. That was my first mm-hmm. initial theory. Like, Oh, this is fake. It looks like a fake edit. Yeah. But then it's real. Now I'm like, oh, I'm used to it. You're like, okay. Like, yeah. Okay. yeah. Right. It was just so different because it's not yeah. that high quality stuff that she's done in the past. So we're definitely. Right. Like, it doesn't feel as polished and yeah. like, it, it's kind of like purposely, not fuzzy, but just kind of more airy and breathy. And she kind of blends into exactly. the clouds yeah. and lovers kind of small and it's the only album to not have her name on it i think it's like it's interesting to look at her past albums like i loved the 1989 album cover i loved red Red is my favorite it's so good red is really my favorite it was yeah and so it'll be interesting to see if i like grow to love lover more Mm -hmm. or not because i i think a lot of people were not fans of the reputation cover at least at first like everyone thought it was a thought it was a parent like a fake photo when it leaked and then because if we if we all realize (laughs) all of these leaks come right like within 12 hours of an announcement yeah. so it just all kind of comes down i don't know if it's all publicity or if like people are like legitimately leaking it right. or if it's just like she's selling yeah. someone you know so they're not shocked like they've already like you know they've already understood have you heard of atrl.net no okay that's where it all came from what is okay that? so it's this internet forum that discusses pop culture it's kind of like reddit but it's just like just pop culture and you can't create an account though i went in and i you can read it oh. on public and there i think it's like i don't know what her what the person's name is but her name i think is blackout zone or something like that and she was the one who she's also in the past posted on all of these spoiler alerts so she, there's all these things mm. that she posts and she's like 99 right all the time i, I didn't know what, <laughs> i didn't know what atrl was i kind of went down a reddit um yeah <laughs> and reddit was taught because there were people like is this fake is this not because there was also another cover that people were circulating that was totally, right. totally false like someone got a stock image and put like flowers on her back with a few like butterflies so that was completely fake mm-hmm. so I went down this reddit <laughs> hole because reddit is just they're really really like on their game and so I mean 
If you want to. So you're a stan now. You're going to follow him and keep no. us updated on all the spoilers. No. No. I just was like, I was researching for a podcast. I was doing my homework. Yeah. I know. That's great. Because yeah. I did see a few spoilers before the live stream, even, except the Lover itself album art wasn't leaked, I don't think. But the single name and the single art was. Mm-hmm. And everyone, again, sort of made fun of it being like, LMAO, that can't be real. Like, this is so fake. And then it was real. It's so. like the beginning of the music video with like the yeah. the snake that like, you know, shatters into a million butterflies flying off of her back. And I thought that was really cool. Mm-hmm. And do you know how many butterflies are on her back? Oh, no. How many? Eighty-nine. <laughs> what? Yeah. That seems like way too many. How do they all fit? Oh, people counted them. Counted them. I don't get it. But there you go. <laughs> fun fact cute as always which is um she made a similar joke about how obsessed she is with numbers when on her live stream she announced the album is coming out august 23rd which is 8 23rd which 8 plus 2 plus 3 equals i love that i just (laughs) laughed so hard and i was driving home with lions and i was telling him that and he just didn't get it i was like (laughs) do you know what that equals 13. I was like, she said, I'm obnoxious because we all know. Like, how long have you been married to me? You should know this by now. (laughs) Yeah, come on. 13. It's our lucky number. All of us. Um, But she said, this is, she confirmed it's going to be 18 tracks. Yeah, so. Which is her longest, not longest deluxe. I know. No 30, no (laughs) 29. It is her longest deluxe if you add up all the content that will be on there. And we don't know exactly what the content is. It could be like, well, that's why she came out and said it's not long. We kind of do. Well, that's what, so on Target, which is where these, so she announced that there would be four deluxe yeah. versions available, like, which was like, whoa, Taylor, that's a lot of deluxe and albums. there's two extra but content she, on there, right? So what it is, is there's, she mentioned this on the live stream, is yeah. she is releasing two songs, two behind the scenes um, making of songs. Mm-hmm. So it'll be like, you know, on 1989, she did those voice memos for part of the three songs. Mm-hmm. This is the full journey of how she makes two songs. And so it'll be two tracks that are just that behind the scenes process. Mm-hmm. But on Target, you can see what is in each of the deluxe packs. And all it says is it'll include the Lover album, the two behind the scenes tracks, Taylor Swift's journal entries, and then a personal, uh, then like a blank journal for you. So it doesn't, it does not say anything about new songs on the deluxe tracks or like, you know, bonus tracks that are, you know, like the, the cast off of the album. So it seems like we're just getting the 18 songs and then these deluxe albums will just be like extra, like cutesy content, but not necessarily new songs. Which makes me kind of sad because my most, some of my favorite songs from past eras have been her extra content, her extra songs. Yeah. But I was counting them up because, you know, we're obnoxious and she's going to have like for content rise, I'm kind of counting the tracks that she's having and the two, two things on the each deluxe album, but she's going to have like 26 new things for us to look into, which is cool because April 26th was when it all started. So I'm like, okay, I'm like, oh. I don't know if that's on purpose, but that kind of like, you know, fits with it. Cause eight plus two plus four equals 26. <laughs> yes yes so much to unpack and she loves easter eggs so you know that'll be are you um gonna get the full four are you gonna buy the um no comment because if lance listens to this we will get him a five so i think that's your answer right there right (laughs) yeah i mean it is a it's a interesting it's a clever idea right taylor swift loves those numbers she knows how to market to her fan base she's giving them what they want which is these private journal entries and content i just realized right exactly i don't have any cd players i have not, yeah. not in my car do I have no a CD does. player. So I don't know what yeah. I'm doing with the CD. You know what I'm going to be doing with the CD? Is rejecting them what? and doing like yes. Swiftish giveaways. Them giveaways. Because I, so, yeah. a part of the giveaway we just did right now, I have like four extra of the Reputation magazines. And I was like, what am I going to do with these? <laughs> I had like two extra of the VIP boxes. And I'm like, I'm going to give them yeah. away because I, I just- generous. Oh, I just don't need six of them lying around, and each right. one of them have a CD in them. So I was like, Oh, oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> someone just got like 
two CDs for me. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, and I mean, already she's broken records. Apple Music just revealed that Taylor Swift became the female artist with the most pre-orders on the first day, surpassing Ariana Grande. So currently... It, as of June 16th, um, it's at 222,400 pre-orders and keeps growing. So mm-hmm. it's like on it's on track to be another million album debut for Taylor. And part of that is because she knows her fan base and she gives yeah, them yeah. what they want and they buy her albums. And that's <laughs> more power I'm to just- her, you know. But that was yeah. like that was the onslaught of information she gave us on Thursday afternoon. Um, and can we tell say she broke Instagram? Yeah. <laughs> I I logged on and I was listening to it and then I'm not even I'm not even kidding. When she said the next single is going to be it like glitched and I oh, didn't really? hear it. Oh no. Like, oh. <laughs> and then like it kept on coming in and out and then afterwards people couldn't log on to Instagram. Oh yeah, it like, did. It, it it did break. She just like shook She's it off. She's too powerful. Yeah. <laughs> but oh. um we're here to talk about her new single, You Need to Calm Down. Yes. And oh my gosh! Yes, and I need to calm down. <laughs> when I first, when I first listened to it, my first thought was, okay, during secret sessions last year, do you remember when a lot of the secret sessioners would be like, oh my gosh, this album Taylor Swift drags Trump and it's getting political, and <laughs> yeah. then like the album released, and we're all like, like okay, calm down <laughs> because this this is like this is not a political album. So right. part of me is like what did they know? Like, did they listen to a song? Like, and also, also when you listen to the, and I, I did not come up with this. So, you know, don't credit me for this, but when you listen to like the beginning of like when she released the video for all the secret sessions, the, there's a, there's that beat. Yeah. Yeah. The YouTube video, there's a beat and that Mm. beat is, Sounds exactly like the same beat that is in the beginning of Lover. Yeah. Or not Lover, sorry. Sorry. The beginning <laughs> of, of You Need to Calm Down. I'm just like, I know. Did they, did they know something we don't know? Like, what's going on? That because- would be the world's best kept secret. Like, uh, I do not trust Swifties that much, but. Yeah. But that that's one reason why. I just think it's ironic that they were oh, like, yeah. she like trolls Trump. She does this. She gets political. <laughs> and we're like, maybe she was inspired by then, that. She's like, oh, yeah, I should do yeah. that. <laughs> but I do think that maybe, maybe some of the songs were like written well before, like, you know, she finished it. Like she's, right. I think she's had some content that she was pulling from necessarily don't know if, if like she had like that song prepared beforehand. Yeah, mm-hmm. but anyways, I thought that was interesting. We need to open like an anonymous poll to ask if Secret Sessioners had heard this song out there. Oh, I know. <laughs> See if they spill the tea. Uh-huh. But I mean, so you thought of that, but what else did you think of the single when it came out? It was, I mean, because we talked about it before, we were like, "Oh, it's yeah. going to be like a feminist anthem, like reacting yeah. to men telling women to calm down." And it it wasn't really that. There's definitely some feminist elements, but like, what did you yeah. think of the song? So I'm just, I was really glad that we had reputation before this because <laughs> we hadn't really heard that you know, ready for it that like that robe. Oh yeah, kind of like sound like you know, it's just like altered. We yeah. hadn't heard that before, and. So to tell you, I was very frustrated on Thursday night because I was flying to Chicago. Oh, that's right. While I was flying to Chicago, my flight was delayed, so I was literally boarding oh, at no. like eleven o'clock. <laughs> and I had like tweeted out to Southwest, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, like I don't know if I'm gonna be able to listen to this." And then they like had tweeted back, like, "Oh, have you asked your crew if they would play it?" Blah 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 blah. And so I did ask the crew if they'd play it, and the crew was like, "If it wasn't eleven o'clock, we would play it. We love doing rude, but it's eleven o'clock, and we can't." But it was funny because like um i don't know who was it's someone named katie with a y was i tell you katie perry was tweeting <laughs> back at us from southwest being like we, we're not calm either like using all like yeah. the band one two three <laughs> so that was pretty cool but so we were taking off we were like just boarding and so i'm like it's 11 o'clock and we're boarding and i'm trying to get the song and then i go on to the freaking um the app and it, it's it's not there it's not there. Yeah. And then it pops up, but it was like, I couldn't press on to download it. And when I would try and download oh, no. it, it wouldn't download it. But then my friend, Kelsey, she's like, I can download it. So she downloaded it and sent it to me. I still couldn't listen to it. So <laughs> oh, the no. first time I listened to it was when I had found it 
and I, I like watched the lyric for your video while I was listening to it. So it was kind oh, of okay, cool because yeah. I was, you know, I got the, like the whole glad because I knew it was like D L A D, and I just was like, okay, I, I she she just took us on different from like looking yeah. at different point of views because she took it from like haters hating on her and then it was like haters hating on her friends and then she like went like she became an ally in that song too for the lgbt right. community i like i was like oh my gosh did she like and i'm sure so many other people are like did she just say gay oh my gosh did she just say yeah gay? I, like rewind it <laughs> i know it was shocking i was like I, wait what yeah i'm like wait like i wasn't <laughs> i mean we should, we should have been prepared for it because she's been wearing I know. she's been like you know wearing her flag she's been a flag she's been an ally she's right. been she's been supporting the equality act like we sh- she's been putting all of these easter eggs it's just been it's been mm-hmm. right in front of us so oh, I, know. I i like the song um yeah a lot of people were tweeting out that it was like like oh this isn't like it isn't deep it isn't good like it, like well, i want mm-hmm. something stronger from taylor but then you looked at like mm-hmm. old town road and you read their <laughs> lyrics and you're like um oh, i don't I, like that's not very deep either. We, yeah, we don't always need that deep, 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 deep. You know, analytical. I know it's an interesting criticism because it seems like they're almost all these haters are implying that they think Taylor is better than this. You know, they're like yeah. it's like almost like they're saying they expect her to be better than you know all these other pop stars they claim to love more, and it's like you're mad that this song that could have been an Ariana Grande song that could have been like. Yeah. A Megan like Trainer Perry or a Halsey I thought, song. I thought Katy Perry, like Katy Perry and yeah. Megan Trainer. I was like, that's what it sounds like. It sounded like the sound was very generic to me. I mean, I right. didn't mind it because I listened to the radio, but it was very exactly. generic to me, and that's not a bad thing. Yeah, and it, like you said, it's weird to look at the top forty currently uh-huh. and feel like people are like, oh my gosh, this song is so immature. Like this sound is so childish. But it's like. Have you listened to Monopoly by Ariana Grande, Seven Rings by Ariana Grande? Have you listened to any of these like pop songs like yeah. Old Town Road? Like these are songs that lyrics are not ballad material. Like they're not empowered like poetry. It's just a it's just a pop and, song. So I don't know why they're lobbying this criticism against Taylor specifically. And like what I kind of like about it is like it's a pop song. It's very like generic like there's not a lot to it you know you can just kind of listen to it mm-hmm. without really thinking but then like I said I was listening to it and then I was like whoa whoa did she just say gay like whoa whoa, whoa. like yeah. what is she actually <laughs> talking about here like it it's that so it doesn't say a lot but like she's like just making you kind of like think here and there like okay. right like it's not it's not like all too well where we're diving into the lyrics and we're like what's yeah. going on here who said what where mm-hmm. you know but I like it it's kind of like the nod I know I am um, I listened to it and I was immediately like oh my gosh this is so much better than yeah. me I was yeah. just like so relieved uh-huh. I was like oh yes thank you so much because it's from the same co-writer producer Joel mm-hmm. Little who did me and as we all know me is not my favorite I no, don't no. love it I don't Ooh. really listen to it but this one I know (laughs) this one was a lot more fun and it was sort of that sassy breathy Taylor we got on ready for it Mm -hmm. which some people are sort of like what vote what accent is she doing what voice is she doing but I think it's just like kind of like a persona almost it's like she's just be she's just putting on airs of like being Mm -hmm. this sassy you know, sarcastic, like sit down, people. Like mm. I'm over you. She's being a queen. She's like, come on, yeah. I'm done with you. Yeah. Like when you when you mock somebody, like even on our podcast, when we mock somebody, our voice changes, <laughs> and she's mocking people yeah. here. Like, come on, like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so, the criticism was expected for me. Like as soon as I heard it, I was like, okay, yeah, this is gonna be probably not well received in some of the more you know, the critic circle. Oh yeah. And I could see why I though, I really enjoyed it. And I yeah. think being in the Twitter fandom, you could see that all of her lesbian, gay, bi fans really appreciated it too, because they finally felt like heard and seen mm-hmm. and appreciated and supported. Instead of like silently so, there, like, you know, like, right. Like getting a one-off like line and welcome to New York. This is like a whole verse and mm-hmm. it's very explicit and like, and it's not even a whole you know, verse. It's, it's been a whole promotion period. Like when you, oh, yeah. back, like we said, like she's, everything has been led up to the song. She's been doing so much for them. She's been more vocal too. Like not only in a song, but like an action and spirit. 
Yeah, it's been a it's been a new era for Taylor. I mean, it started when she got involved in the midterms last uh, year, and you know what? It, when it started, it started when she left Big Machine. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> I know. Interesting. Uh-huh. Mm, curious. Uh-huh. Yeah, something there. But I mean, this is something, and she's not even just like, oh, I have a new album. Guess I gotta be more like woke. Oh. <laughs> it's like she's admitting. Yeah, she's like, oh, guys, I'm sorry I've been silent for so long. It took me a long time to like realize my privilege and my platform. And like, I want to use that in the right way and educate myself. Even what she believes in, because sometimes people like, right, she she just might have been unaware. Like, right. I, that sounds bad. She just might have not been, you know, she said she's made all these. It's not a priority. Yeah. It wasn't a priority for her. I think like back and when she was like 18, 19, her priority were like, I don't know. When I was 18, 19, it was like, oh, going to school. It was boys. And you know, hers was like, boys. It was getting her music career up. And like, she probably had these feelings and like supported them. But then, like, now, like, she's grown up. She's like, see, she's talked to her friends. She's made like, you know, like Todrick. Like, she's made these like great friendships and she's seen how mm-hmm. like it's affected other people. And so she's like, well, like, I'm not, right. I'm not as selfish as I was back in the day. Now, like, I'm not yeah. thinking. I mean, okay, she's just not thinking about me, even though she literally said a song <laughs> about me. She's, yeah. You know, she's, it's me and you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the double album theory. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. But it's like, it is good. I think it's just. I think part of this song that I appreciated is it does address our like cancel culture, our need to like constantly react to people and be like, well, you didn't do this. And it's like, there's no room for growth if we're constantly like comparing someone's present to their past. And like, obviously there's things that are unforgivable and like hard to get over, but like Taylor is admitting that she grew up and she's showing that she's putting her money where her mouth is. And so I think that is what makes this song interesting. Well do you remember when she when she tweeted out to um who was it? It was to uh, Nicki Minaj. Remember how like, yeah, she tweeted out yeah. she's done it too. It has an only right. not calling like she's calling out everybody else, but she's done it. Like she's been there. Right. She's, she's addressing the yeah. the the culture yeah the need to do that the the idea we have that we are safe to do that yeah yeah. it's uh it's a good song I mean there's a lot to it that I think makes it good to talk about Mm -hmm. because like we said the reviews were kind of split and so like I feel like the bad reviews though came from like articles like I haven't I haven't seen anybody on my feed who I follow on Twitter say anything bad about it I've (laughs) <laughs> I have seen some cringeworthy tweets to people in the gay community that have made me been like, like, basically like Taylor's trying to like stand up for you and she's donating money and she's doing this, she's doing, she's doing this. Like you need to support her. But I'm like, Be grateful. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, you want to know what? Like that's exactly the opposite of what Taylor's <laughs> trying to do right now. Like, yeah. I, don't, don't tweet it. Yeah, someone, you're being too loud. Yeah. Yes. You've got to calm down. And someone tweeted and I, I retweeted it because I thought it was great. Someone's like, stop arguing with their community and go listen to you gotta right. calm down i'm like that's perfect yeah like, I, I, yeah. I cannot and like, i cannot stand for people who tweet those things like no like mm-hmm. before just think before you jump into that right like, we can all sit down and listen and like people are allowed to have criticisms of a song criticism of an artist without the the hive attacking them you know like they're not attacking one person they're talk attacking the whole lgbtq right which i'm like <laughs> yeah and like, right. knows not everyone's gonna like her her song that's perfect right fine. she's she a big knew, girl she'll be she fine knew going into this that this is going to be a touchy situation mm-hmm. i mean and so some of these reviews were positive um i know i said to me <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. NME called it infectious, bite-sized pop package. The AV Club was impressed by this rare message song. USA Today calls it an improvement over the previous single, which <laughs> hashtag agree. <Shall> <laughs> yeah, I wrote it. That's my review. Um, and then Los Angeles Times said it's a big creative improvement. Yeah. And, over, and they liked over that. Me. Over me. Yeah. <laughs> And they liked that there's this pro-gay message that's welcome, even though it feels a little bit cynical. Pitchfork is where it starts to go like, hmm. But these, we have to, st- before we read these, these are people, they pitchfork, <laughs> slate, spin, bites. These are people who are constantly slamming her. 
So let's, right. just, let's just put that out there. They, they don't. <laughs> so there's a little bias there. Yeah, these are. The, yeah, exactly. And that's true of a lot of. I mean that that's why reputation was half well received. It's like there's not a lot of love for Taylor necessarily, like there was in her, you know, 1989 golden era. I'm just over. So them. I'm over it. Yeah. <laughs> Slate said, this is a teachable moment about how not to be an ally (laughs) and said, it's a cringeworthy attempt to write another born this way. It's it's soft. Like it's, she's playing, she's playing it safe and they compared it to Lady Gaga's born this way. I feel like Lady Gaga's experience, she is a part of the LGBTQ community and Mm -hmm. I feel like it's hard to really compare their two experiences and songwriting the two songs together because they're completely different. Right. That's true because Lady Gaga is writing from a shared experience of being in the LGBT community. Taylor Swift is just trying to highlight her friend's experience, her understanding. Yeah. Yeah. And so then some of the harsher ones were probably from Vice, which called it clueless, said it's a half-hearted protest anthem that's a sanitized version of advocacy. It feels insincere. And Vox and Esquire made similar points, which is basically that she's linking criticism of criticism of her as a celebrity Mm -hmm. in the first verse Mm -hmm. as being the same as homophobia and anti-feminist bullying. And she's kind of linking those two experiences and saying like, oh, I understand your I understand your struggle, LGBT, because people are mean to me on the internet. I didn't get that. I mean, I, I understand. I, I like. I'm not. I, I didn't see that. Which now I'm like looking back yeah. at it, and I can see where they're coming from. But I did not think she was comparing herself and her battles to that right. community. Yeah, it's sort of an interesting song because she does compare she does bring up it's not just a gay anthem, right? Yeah. It's not like here's the song for all my LGBT fans. This is about you. It's like here's my experience with social media, here's their experience with social media, and here's like it, it, sexism and like all of this. So, so it, it covers a lot. Like, it kind of reminds me of the the chorus that she goes into a little bit. Like she goes, uh uh, uh and it gets like slowly higher and higher and higher. Like that's kind of like mm-hmm. how like the song goes like it's kind of like oh I've been bullied and then it kind of goes a little bit higher to like a more um yeah to like an even bigger situation she like led us there <laughs> yeah yeah so I mean clearly so I'm curious you know you read a few of these reviews seen these so what what are your thoughts on this criticism I definitely if I was a part of the LGBT community I feel like I would have more of a a say like because I like I'm right. it through their eyes I was with um, some people this weekend. It was a group of my friends and um, a part of my friends. I have three, three gay friends. Two are like in their fifties and one's like a 30 year old guy and they're all amazing. And they're, these three people are not, I, I don't want to say they're not fans of Taylor Swift because they don't hate her. They just don't listen to mm-hmm. her music. And while right. this was going, I was like, I was reading all these like hate articles against her. And I was reading all the Swifties who were like bashing all the gay people who did, oh, I can't even. <laughs> you know, bashing those the, the the LGBT community who didn't receive her song well, and I I like basically told them like the situation. You know, I said this is what she, this is what she did in her song. This is how people are receiving it. What do you think? And one of my friends, he was like, you know, he's like, I I don't listen to her. I like a few of her songs, but any artist that will use their platform to support this community, like what's wrong with that and they right like these three guys they didn't see anything wrong with it when i told them people were like you know coming at her they're but they're like but why like i, I don't get that. right like, <laughs> so and i have criticisms from other people though so that's but outside of these articles i haven't seen tweets but i haven't been like um, yeah i haven't been looking for them right so i, I have another that. twitter account that's not permeated with Swifties so I've definitely seen some negative responses or sort of playful or sort of poking fun of Taylor Swift thinking she's suddenly an ally and yeah it's complicated because a lot of that comes from it feeling like oh now now it's cool to be pro-gay I guess like welcome to the club Taylor Swift she's always been like supporting them silently like they, they they wanted her to be more out 
and I'm bad about it. Yeah, because I can see some of the criticism, but I think the problem with a lot of these harsh reviews is that it sort of exists in a vacuum where they're reacting to this song alone. Mm -hmm. And like you said, Taylor has been an active ally, at least behind the scenes for many years now. She's contributed. She gave a huge donation to GLAAD recently. She's promotes and still is promoting the Equality Act on her Instagram account. She didn't change the link to be like her new single. It's still to sign a petition for the Equality Act. And she announced her, you know, more of her political leanings in the midterm election last year. Mm -hmm. And she's been supportive of the LGBT community for years, just more behind the scenes. So when you're suddenly like, when you're suddenly like listening to the song and you're like, oh my gosh, this is the first time Taylor Swift has ever said the word gay. Oh, I can yeah, see where you're sort in of a like, positive oh, way. she's profiting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, thanks for bringing that up again. I'm just saying. We like- edited that out. <laughs> well, so anyways, it's it's like an easy criticism to throw at someone is like, Oh, you're just trying to profit off of a LGBT. It's pride month. You're trying to like queer bait enough that people get attention. Yeah. You're just, pro- you're profiting off of our thing and you've never been here to support mm-hmm. us, but she has been. And if you're not a fan, then yeah, you don't well, know that. Yeah. And so I can see the frustration, but to me, and I think Taylor's very sensitive to this. She's like, she had to shoot down a rumor that she was going to uh, be kissing Katy Perry in the new music it was video. It such a weird rumor. Because someone, someone had said, so it was on a podcast, not our podcast, hello. It's on a podcast that this girl, she said that she had a friend who was working on, who worked on the Taylor Swift music video, and had basically told her that Katy's going to be dressed up as a hot dog like she was for the Met Gala, and Taylor was going to be dressed up as a French fry, and that they were going to kiss. And someone put it on in, on Tumblr, and they're like, "Please say this isn't true." Like, I don't see right. this happening. They're, I don't see Tree letting you do that. I don't see you wanting to do that. And then, like, she addressed it because she's like, "No, this is not what it means to be an ally." Yeah, yeah, exactly. And people sort of took that as her trying to police LGBT reactions, but I think she was just trying to forcefully say. I'm not going to be making out with some girl like I'm Ariana Grande in breaking up with your girlfriend. It's like she knows the difference between playing like to her queer fan base and pretending to be something she's not Mm -hmm. and being there as an ally for people. I think I think these people just need to listen to the song and calm down like. I'm like already I'm already so tired of people using that as a (laughs) a clap back though but you want want to know what this is an episode we're talking about calm down so it is right on my mind and (laughs) I I have not been hanging I haven't been hanging out with any safety people I've been hanging out with people in Chicago I have not used it So I know it's just because on Twitter, it's like, if anyone says something wrong about this song, they're like, you need to calm down. And it's just like, my whole feed is just, LOL, hater, you need to calm down. <laughs> like, Ugh. calm down, calm down. <laughs> yeah. I mean, should we dive into the lyrics? Yes. Okay. So this is called, you need to calm down. <laughs> Verse one. You're somebody that I don't know, but you're taking shots at me like it's Patron. And I'm just like, damn, it's 7 a.m. <laughs> Say it in the street. Yeah, that was a good start. It was a good I'm start like, for damn, sure. Damn, it's 7 a.m. <laughs> yeah, it's a very relatable lyric. Mm-hmm. It's going to be featured in a lot of my Instagrams because damn, it's 7 a.m. is like my life. Oh that's like when i start work it's like damn it's 7 a.m oh my goodness a lot of people have like during this first like this first verse i can continue i don't know if you want to stop talk stop talking right now but i can continue okay okay say it in say it in the street that's a knockout but you say it in a tweet that's a cop out and i'm just like hey are you okay I don't know. I, I, I liked this. She's just kind of like spilling some tea too. There was just right. a lot going on. And my, like I told you, my first thought was I kind of thought of like Donald Trump because he's not thinking before he's tweeting. Like, <laughs> Damn, it's 7 a.m. I already have all these articles about what Donald Trump right. tweeted. I'm seeing, I don't follow him, but like people are like retweeting him. I'm subtweeting him. I'm like, Damn, <laughs> I'm just at work. Let me go. 
<laughs> yeah. I also have heard criticisms of this verse being like, oh my gosh, Taylor, I would happily tell you all these criticisms to your face, but it's not like you're taking interviews, you know? Like, And it's true. Like You and I cannot go tell Taylor what we think to her face. No, so tweets no. are all we have. Mm-hmm. But I think she's more addressing this to like, all the times her fellow celebrities, her friends, mm-hmm. her circle mm-hmm. of people have shaded her, wow. even though they've been nice to her face, even though she's invited them to her parties, to her music videos, to be on her red carpet. Yeah. And so it seems like she's more wary of the people like, you know, Kim Kardashian or even Katy Perry once upon a time or all the squad members who turned on her during the TS is over. Well, like Kim Kardashian, remember, she like subtweeted um, Taylor in 2016 with a bunch of snake emojis. So like you have that. Exactly. And also someone uh, pointed out that, you know, say it in the street, that's a knockout. Um, and I'm also thinking that this is that the music video is going to be kind of like a, a lover edition of bad blood but um do you know who knockout was in bad blood it was carly yeah, class some people are like oh like maybe this, maybe this i think they're definitely friends but maybe it's just kind of like hey carly is gonna tell me exactly what she thinks like we might have had a fight yeah. but like she's telling me in the street like you know that's a knockout like or maybe she's saying like hey if you come up to me and talk about the kayla rumors i'm happy to yeah. like joke along with you but when you tweet about me yes. i'll like come up and be like please stop exactly. and i love that, that was a great twitter moment yeah, yeah. <laughs> but i think it's just like it's annoying to me when people are like oh my gosh why is taylor writing about like how hard it is to be a celebrity like why is she being so bothered by these haters and like why is she constantly being sad about being hated but it's not just her like i think she's also seeing right i think she's also seeing just like, within our stan community and our twitter tumblr people are being hated on all the time like there was this sweet girl i don't know if you know who she is her name's melissa and she's uh she's dealing with a lot of like Lyme disease, a lot of stuff. And so she like was tweeting about it, you know, cause Taylor's doing this, that really cool show in, um, in July, you know, she went to secret sessions, you know, she was able to meet Taylor, which was like mm-hmm. so amazing, but she wasn't, she's never seen Taylor live because of, right. of her Lyme disease. And so people were just like, they were, they were being very mean to her. They were just like right. throwing her under. And so, she, and, and luckily Taylor nation came in and like, retweeted her and was like you're precious like you're awesome you're you're great but like it's not only taylor that's doing it's like it's so relatable because there's so many people who are getting like bullied like we got we got thrown around for our so good episode (laughs) so like it's not just about taylor but yes let's go to the pre-chorus um and i ain't trying to mess with your self-expression but i've learned a lesson that stressing and obsessing about someone is no fun and snakes and stones never broke my bones. And it goes into chorus. Uh oh, uh oh, uh oh. Like, I like that little progression. I like that. Yes. I love yeah. this with the snakes and stones. Yeah. Like, everyone's using that now. Oh, it's track. a great line. I was like, yes. That's where I was yeah. kind of like, she's still referencing, like, a little bit in the song, she's kind of re- referencing her feud with people and like snakes. And right. It's the perfect transition exactly. from reputation to lover. Exactly. It's like, which she needs. Yeah. yeah, and it's like a nod to the snake emojis from Kim K because, you know, mm-hmm. she forgives but never forgets. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> and what I like, like, she's learned this lesson about stressing and obsessing. You know, it's like, like yeah. we kind of also saw that, like, she was stressed and obsessed about, like, the whole Katy Perry feud and everything like that. But, you know, like, it's interesting because they both, like, they, they publicly made it aware that they are friends now. They hung out. And then, like, the next day she announced you need to calm down. So it's just like, oh, okay. Because yeah. it goes the chorus is uh oh, 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 and then you need to calm down. You're being too loud, and I'm just like oh, oh oh oh. You need to stop. Like, can you not step on my gown? You need to calm down. It's such a great line because I mean, one Taylor Swift has amazing gowns, but it just yes. reminded Twitter and um, then reminded me of this time Aretha Franklin oh my gosh. Oh my was gosh. asked about all the different pop starlets and like. She threw some truly iconic shade. She was like, she had nothing but nice things to say about Alicia Keys, Adele. But when she was asked about Taylor Swift, all she said was great gowns, beautiful gowns, Uh. (laughs) which is so funny. I mean, I would like to think Taylor Swift has a sense of humor and can kind of laugh about things like that. And like, how long ago was that? Oh, I don't know. That was like five years ago because Aretha Franklin is like you know an icon and so have Mm -hmm. someone who's like an icon say that about you it's like oh but (laughs) she's not not stressing and obsessing and she's not well 
I was like, she hasn't written a song about it, but here you go. <laughs> here it is. She never forgets. Comes back right when she needs it, which I love. She, she buries the hatches, but she knows where they are. <laughs> yeah. Um, but some people are like, I, I like this sound because it is just sort of sassy. It's sort of playful. It's a little bit angsty. And maybe it's sort of lateral. You know, it stays on there with like, oh, the haters are after me, like mean and look what you made me do. Mm. And a lot of reputation. But is she, is it she playing the victim? Like, yeah, she's playing the victim again. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's just like, it's an easy song to like start reciting for yourself because everyone's felt like unfairly judged or annoyed by someone who's like, why are you coming at me for liking this thing or talking mm-hmm. about this thing? Like, what are you gaining from tearing me down right now? So just chill mm-hmm. out, sit down, you're being too loud. And I think yeah. that's just a really relatable Although you said it's easy to like say these lyrics, it's not. If you're singing along, it's easy easy to read and it's easy to caption. That's where I'm going to leave that. One day, one day I'll learn it. All right, so (laughs) verse two you're somebody that we don't know, but you're coming at my friends like a missile. Why are you so mad when you got when you could be glad? You could be glad. Uh, sunshine at the sunshine on the street at the parade, but you'd rather be in the dark ages making that sign that must have taken all night. This is the verse that got the most attention, obviously, because it's she's talking about the yeah. Gay and Lesbian Alliance Against Defamation mm-hmm. Act, yep. um, which is a clever thing. But some people were like, "That doesn't even make sense. Like, how am I supposed to become this alliance?" And to them, I'm saying, "You're taking this." way too seriously but i saw the stupidest criticism from jezebel which i like Uh, still read but they hate taylor and they were like oh my gosh she's she's implying that everyone who's a homophobe is just secretly gay and i was like what and they were like yeah because she says oh they're in the dark ages they're at nighttime so it's dark in a closet and so they're all oh my gosh that is not what it means it means that they're like they're, they're like back in time they haven't they're not woke. I know. Oh it was so dumb. It was, they're reaching so it's like everyone who oh. wants to hate this song you can find things but like that is just that's just a reach that's just making up dumb stuff for clicks so oh my god you need to take several seats so, <laughs> whatever well well one thing you do notice in this verse is that um she's changed from I to we. So you kind of get mm-hmm. that. Like, okay, now we're like, it's not just about Taylor Swift. It's right. about we. Because she even does that with the gown. Like she does my gown, I think our gown, and then his gown too. So she kind of like, she changes like her pronouns. She's talking about we, her friends. Which on on the, I don't know if this is like one of the, what 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 those little pins mean, but she has her friends, you know, the friends I, um mm-hmm. pins on, the, on her jacket on the US yes. Weekly, on Entertainment Weekly. So I'm like, okay, that's a little nod to there. I don't know if that, that's yeah. that. But. Okay. So let's go on to the pre-chorus. It says, you just need to take several seats and then try to restore the peace and control your urges <laughs> to scream about all the people you hate. Because Shade never made anybody <laughs> less gay. This is a mouthful, but yeah, it's a clever it little turnaround. And I was thinking about it. I mean, I think some people are like, oh, this is way too simplistic, Taylor. Like, like you think you're solving homophobia right now? And I don't think mm-hmm. she thinks that she's doing that. I don't think she's ever come out and is like, this is the gay anthem you need for world peace. I think she's just saying, like, you can tell by the way she's talking, singing in the song. It's more playful. It's a little bit of a fun attitude to lean into, like unbothered. And you're just like pretending to not care about what these evil dark ages people are saying so it's like even if it's simplistic like this is a 2.5 minute long song that is just meant to be an escape not like a whole policy change and sometimes you just need something flippant and sassy to kind of to kind of lean into and pretend like oh this is fun for this two and a half minutes i can just forget Mm -hmm. and pretend not to care and i think that deserves a little more credit than just like oh taylor thinks she ended homophobia because i don't think she she didn't like this whole thing is talking about how there is homophobia and like people who hate other people she's just making her voice known and she's like telling this is my stance on like this is where i stand on the lgbtq um side yeah so this line because shade never made anybody less gay is probably the most talked about Mm -hmm. um it sort of is an interesting line to me because it doesn't 
it doesn't like I get what she's saying, but it doesn't really work for me because shade isn't homophobes aren't shady. That is not shade. That's just cruelty. That's ignorance. That's Mm -hmm. that's hate. And it's like, I can see that that those words don't really rhyme, you know, like you can't make a song chorus catchy when you're saying, oh, because beating someone never made anyone less gay, you know, abuse never made someone less gay. So I can see sort of Mm -hmm. the criticism lobbed at this line, because again, shade especially is a word that was sort of made famous by drag queens. And so Uh already she's co-opting a word that isn't really that's been sort of watered down for the, you know, white mm-hmm. pop starlets to throw in a song. Yeah. And so it is kind of like, it doesn't necessarily work as powerfully for me as I think she hoped it would, but mm-hmm. I can also see why she chose it. Cause it, it rolls off the tongue a little better than any, you know, anything else she yeah. could have picked. Well, there were a few, I don't know if you've seen some of the tweets, but there were some Kalers who were kind of like, Oh my gosh, this is, for sure, the moment like Taylor's <laughs> coming out, like this is right. this is yeah. it, and I'm interesting to yeah. see where this era takes us. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna try and break. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna try and like figure out Taylor Swift sexuality or anything, but just like let there be known that this is giving some like fuels to the fire for the Kaylers. Just a little, yeah, bit. exactly. So I when I first bit. heard the song, I was like, wait, did yeah. Taylor just come out? Because I yeah. I didn't like process the verse yes. that she was saying yes. about her friends. No, nope. <laughs> I was yes. like, hold on. That's exactly what's going what we, on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then you have to re-listen to it. She goes, "We I'm like, oh, okay. yeah, okay, yeah." And so I was like, "Okay, that was close. That almost blew mm-hmm. my mind." But she's just trying to give them a little, a little empathy, kind of showing she's in their court, which mm-hmm. I respect. And mm-hmm. like, you know, she might not ever come out, but I don't think this is queer baiting to be like, "Hey, guys, don't hate gay people. It doesn't change their gayness." Doesn't. You know, I, I really like this tweet. Someone that I follow, she like retweeted like a picture of her and her girlfriend and she said because shade made us more gay it's like you know like, hey, yeah, like, yeah exactly like okay so the chorus we all love the chorus what do you think about the chorus that uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. I, can't, I can't see i can see you yeah it goes really high it's hard mm-hmm. to reach it mm-hmm. but i liked it i like it a lot more than me even though there's mm-hmm. some similarities the layering yeah. of vowel yeah. noises yeah she's getting us used to that sound it makes me wonder how much of this sound will be within right the the whole album because within even like look what you made me do and ready for it were two totally different sounds two yeah. totally different sounds i'm just wondering like you know, because like she has a lot of clouds and a lot of her promotion, so I'm like, it's just gonna be like an airy, fluffy like sound without the, al- without right. the album. And I'm interested. I don't know. Yeah, I hope it's a little bit more um, wordy and not yeah. so, yeah. you know, <laughs> vowelly. But... <laughs> right, but within this chorus, she also does that thing. Like I said, she's changing the pronouns. You need to calm mm-hmm. down. Like, can you not step on his gown? You need to calm down. Mm-hmm. And I know we're we're gonna we're gonna talk about. Um, the music video later this week, but of course everyone knows you know, she, she, she like announced all of the mini starlets that are going to be in her video. And my friend, the one, the 30 year old who's gay, he love him. He's great. Um, I showed him that and he's like, he's, he doesn't really, he doesn't follow Taylor Swift, but he saw, I saw him, everyone's going to be in it. And he's like, I'm going to watch that. I cannot wait to watch it. I'm going to watch it. He hasn't even listened to the song, but he's going to watch <laughs> the music video. He's like, do you think RuPaul is going to be in like in drag? Because he's also doing promotion for, I think it's for his book or a series that's coming out. And he's been more in just like regular, like just like, like right. attire. And I was like, I actually think I was like, I think he might be in drag just because of the, you need to stop, you need to stop. Like, can you not step on his back? <laughs> so I'm like, I think we're going to get, I'm thinking we're going to get some, some like drag in there and he was super excited about it <laughs> I hope well, I don't hopefully I, hope I know I disappoint <laughs> yeah. that's my take I think people are listening to it tomorrow they will know I might yeah. I might not okay <laughs> and then we get to the bridge and I'm wondering because you're such a bridge girl mm-hmm. what do you think about this bridge I'll I'll read it and we see you over there on the internet comparing all the girls who are killing it but we figured you out we all know we all got crowns you need to calm down what do you think yeah I mean I liked it I kind of thought that was sort of what the song was going to be about more so so it's sort of interesting that it's kind of buried in after this more important note which is Mm -hmm. you know gay rights and um so I like it but it does it is kind of like forgettable in a strange way Mm -hmm. because the meat of the song is that gay 
that that verse about you know oh yeah pride parades and stuff and so it's like I always forget about it when it comes up in the song but I'm always pleasantly surprised by it I thought it was before all the before that for some reason I'm like it's like oh wait it's it's after it's like at the very end Yeah, but I do love it. And I think it's a really important sentiment, especially for Swifties, like for any of these Stan fan bases. It's like, this is, this needs to become our Bible. Like the Beehive, the Arianators, Swifties, like we don't have to come for blood every time someone says something negative or every time there's a competition for top spot. Like these are all very successful women and very successful artists stars whatever the, whatever we were talking about there doesn't need to be only one and i think that's such a toxic idea in our culture that i really appreciate that mm-hmm. she just so simplistically dresses it down yeah and i really like this opposed to bad blood um where she's mm-hmm. kind of like pitting people against each other like we got bad blood we're not gonna get over it but here it's just kind of she's learned from her mistakes and she's like yeah. you know, you're you see us over here you know comparing all the girls who are killing it she's like you know we're all good now like don't don't come at us so I like yeah. that because it's, I think part of the whole like feud between her and some other pop stars are like, you know, the, the, the stand culture, we're like fueling the flames. We're just like making it worse. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I, I like, I've, I've liked I've really liked seeing Taylor grow and just evolve in her personality and her beliefs and her, her stances on, on subjects and topics. And yeah, yes. it's, been, it's been great. But I mean, this is this is you need to calm down. I mean, yeah. do you have any other thoughts on it? No, I think I'm I'm reserving all my thoughts for the music video because I'm very excited. <laughs> I can't talk about that. Yes. Very yeah, I know. I mean it's nice that it's a good it's a nice song. Mm-hmm. I think it's a mid tier for me as far as Taylor Swift's discography goes Mm -hmm. but it is definitely a bop and it'll be fun in the car all summer long Mm -hmm. and I think uh I think it's a it's a good refresher for me after me so lemonade you know it's just something nice that like you know I like sweet lemonade (laughs) you're gonna trigger the beehive oh my gosh no that's not what I'm talking about I'm talking about like a summertime drink one thing that I liked though is that unlike me she released she's releasing the music video a few days after mm-hmm. which you know we can it gives us more things to talk yeah, about but also exactly. I'm, I'm not the, the visuals aren't affecting how i view the song yeah because I, I yeah it's gonna be very overwhelming seeing all those people there it's gonna be great so i just I, like i'm glad that i'll just be able to focus on the music video and maybe yeah. we'll have more easter eggs but i'm just excited well I, and it's great because i mean Taylor Swift is allowing people to listen to the song, talk about the song, uh-huh. hate the song, and be like, oh my gosh, no gay person wants this song. Uh-huh. And then you have the music video come out and it's just chock full of famous people, big time alleys, yeah. big time uh, LGBT mm-hmm. members. So it's like, it's it's kind of like a look what you made me do thing where everyone hated the song at first and then the music video went on to break so many records. So I kind of am getting the yeah. same vibe there. So who are you most excited to see in the music video? Oh, the Fab Five for sure. Mm-hmm. I love them all. Mm-hmm. I just I just can't wait. <laughs> yeah. I think that my friend is more excited to see Ryan Reynolds. Oh yeah, that would like, be interesting. Yes. I, like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh cool. I'm excited to see the Fab Five. I'm excited to... Just watch everything. Oh my goodness. Yes. Jesse Tyler's going to be in it. His husband's going to be in it. It's going to be great. Yeah, but should we get into the tea time? Yes. Let's get into the tea time. So I feel like there's so much tea, ta- tea to get into. And I feel like this little section of tea has been a little overpowered with um, what's been going on with You Need to Calm Down and the music video. But before we had those a lot of people were they were just really confused really stressed out not knowing what to do because taylor doing this <laughs> intimate you know like performance we don't know how intimate and they kept on saying it was a secret performance but it's not secret because everybody knows about it it's in new york city on july 10th and right now the way to get tickets and i don't know if this is gonna be like a super saturday night thing but to get tickets you have to call into a radio station at a certain time to get tickets to qualify you don't even you like win money and you get to qualify to see taylor swift or you go to like a link that they provide and you can like enter like once a day for like however the contest uh, 
it like lasts. And so people are like stressing out about calling. And some of these radio stations, if you don't live in that specific area, you you're not you you can't qualify for anything. So it's very interesting. Right. And so people are stressing out because they don't know exactly what's going on. Like they don't like like Taylor, Taylor and Taylor Nation have not have not yeah. addressed it. Although um, Republic Records is putting it on, and it says that if you read the fine print. And so people are like, I don't right. know what's going on, and you know, it's kind of like our version, I guess, of boosting this time. Mm-hmm. We want to share the link, and if you share the link, people click on it to to do it. You get a referral, and that like increases how many entries you have. And it's just it's a little bit stressful because it's going to be when she does an intimate show. We know there's going to be a lot of closet come out. There's going to be a lot of really excited and like really, excuse me, really grateful Swifties that are able to go to this show. We just don't know anything about it. And- yeah, I mean, it sort of seems I I'm not surprised by it because I think this very similar thing happened with the 1989 live stream, which was that it was announced it was just for New York. Mm-hmm. Um, residents you entered through this website and of course that was less like you like had to fill out a form a very mm-hmm. specific form that, like, asked for different things. not your social but your yeah. like, social media yeah but this and like, so it was like this one's like dc and you have like new york right. you have like even like um the total request live is doing which everybody listens to so like there's people like certain right. radio stations aren't just limited like aren't just limiting it to like the DC area or the New York city area. So that's the interesting about it. There's like, nobody knows exactly like like when you did, when, when, when you were able to meet uh, Taylor, like there were specific guidelines for whoever entered into it. This one, it's like varies by radio station and by it just, I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. It just sounds like it must be, they're giving away some tickets through prizes. And I really, really, really hate this idea in the fandom that it's like, oh my gosh, you're taking it from a real fan. Like oh. only fake fans are going to win. It's so like, you're if fake. you're entering to win a radio contest, chances are you like the person you're entering for, you know? I'm guessing, Shelby, that you're a fake fan, right? Yeah, I know. I'm such a fake fan. I didn't even have like a Taylor Nation account. I didn't even have a Tumblr. Mm-hmm. I didn't have a Twitter. Yeah. I had no skin in the game as far as Stan Twitter or Stan culture goes. And I entered to win a contest for to see my idol. And like <laughs> I won and I'm very grateful. Yeah. So it's kind of frustrating to hear these people be like, oh my gosh, they need to give it to real fans. Like, how can they take this away from us? Like, exactly. we have been on here for 10 years, like fighting our Twitter fights. And it's like, well, just because people aren't on Twitter does not mean they're not fans. Like, who do you think is filling the stadiums at all these shows? Do you think it's all Stan Twitter? Because no. it's not. Like, it's not. At I, all. <laughs> I have some friends who like, they let, they, they watched her live stream. They, they went to like two of the different concerts of hers. You know, they traveled to see her, but they don't have, they don't have any Stan accounts or anything like that. Right. But they are still standing in their own way. Like they would call the radio stations. They would do that stuff, you know, that, like, but they don't have social media, which is fine. Right. It's fine. And it's fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like, even if someone who doesn't love Taylor wins this chance to go to an intimate show, like that does not mean for the millionth time that they're somehow stealing your specific spot, you know? Exactly. (laughs) So that is my take on that. That's the tea. Yeah. (laughs) And I'm excited for more tea to be uh, sipped tomorrow during the music video. Yes. But until next time, I'm Shelby. And I'm Ashley. And Taylor. We know. We need to calm down. Oh, stop saying that, Shelby. It's, <laughs> it's so well, overdone. <laughs> <laughs>